It's Monday, and that means it's time for a new episode of the Joust About Careers podcast. I'm your host, Brian Brott, and I'm a career advisor and English teacher at Van Buren High School who has seen too many people spend a lot of money and time working toward careers they don't enjoy or that don't help them achieve the purposes they've identified for their lives. I want to make sure that doesn't happen to anyone else. My guest today is Christina Rolls, who is the Director of Home Repair for Appalachia Service Project in Johnson City, Tennessee. Christina shares about what she does as the Director of Home Repair, how her experiences with ASP during the summer while in high school and college helped lead her to this career, how she started her career journey as a music therapist, internship opportunities for young adults, and much more. I hope that what Christina shares today will help all of you make better career decisions and have fulfilling career journeys. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Joust About Careers podcast. And today we have 2008 Van Buren graduate Christina Rolls with us. She is currently serving as a director of home repair at Appalachia Service Project in Johnson City, Tennessee. So she's going to be talking to us a little bit about her career and how she ended up here and what her path uh, has looked like. So, Christina, thank you very much for joining us. And to get us started, I think we might as well just start with your current position as a director of home repair. What does that mean and what does a typical day look like for you in that position? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as director of home repair, I oversee our entire home repair program that we do here um, at ASP. And so what we do is we're a nonprofit that does home repair and replacement for low-income families in central Appalachia. Our office, our main office is located in Johnson City, Tennessee, and we also serve um, other counties in East Tennessee, Eastern Kentucky, Southwestern Virginia, West Virginia, and then sometimes also in North Carolina. So we kind of fit that central Appalachia. Um, we operate mostly with volunteers doing home repair, and then um, we kind of manage that day to day. The home repairs are done at no cost to families, and so it's kind of um, immediate needs. And so as far as my role is, I oversee the entire program of the home repairs that we do. This past summer, we worked for 245 families throughout four different states. Um, and so my job is to make sure all of that runs smoothly. Our summer program is our busiest. That's where we get an influx of volunteers because that's a lot of times when um, people have more availability. Our volunteers tend to be mostly um, high school youth led by adults um, kind of working on projects. And so so again, most high schoolers are not in school over the summer, and that's when they have an opportunity to volunteer with us. We had about 8,000 volunteers this summer, and then um, during the other nine months of the year, we'll get maybe one to 2,000 volunteers depending on the year. And so we spend the other nine months kind of prepping for what that busy summertime looks like so that we're able to kind of bloom out and um, work in all of those different areas. So a typical day-to-day -day in my job currently, it can depends a little bit on the season. Over the summer, I'll be out going and visiting volunteers, going out to work sites, seeing projects that are done, helping ensure that the work that is being done is quality home repair, as well as um, services are being met, volunteers are getting what they need. 
And then um, sometimes during other parts of the year, I'm working on grant funding. I do a lot um, with kind of compliance with grants, um, trying to see what other funding sources are out there. I'm lucky to have a team of people that help with writing grants. And so helping kind of make sure we're um, going after grants that can um, fit within the work that we do. Um, and then other times just kind of prepping for what are the changes that we want to see in our summer program. So there's kind of a lot that kind of gets wrapped into that. Um, but I think that might be a little bit of an overview. Yeah, that sounds really good. And sounds like you are extremely busy. And cool, though, that you have a nice team to work with. And interesting to hear that, hey, there's a lot of writing in this career, even though, you know, fixing houses and writing, we don't think about those as being dependent upon each other. But in this case, they definitely are. So as you think back to your life in high school, was this ever anything that was on your radar? Did you do any mission trips when you were in high school? Uh, I guess, what were you thinking when you were in high school? And maybe why didn't things turn out the way you thought they might have? Um. So in high school, I did volunteer and do mission trips specifically with this organization. I never thought this was the path I was going to end up in. Um, even in high school, I think I had too many interests that I struggled to narrow them down into what I wanted to do. Um, so even when I went to college, I still had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and somehow um, in my first year of college, decided I wanted to do music therapy. Um, in high school, I was involved in all of the music ensembles, show choir, marching band, all of all of that, took piano lessons, you know, I was very involved there, and I ended up deciding to go into that. Um, but with music therapy, um, it's very focused. I'm going to get a degree in music therapy, I'm going to be a music therapist. I did that for two years, um, and I think with some of my experience volunteering with ASP in high school, and then I worked my summers in college with ASP kind of doing, you know, running the um, construction programs um, and the project management side of things, I still saw that there were sometimes needs that people had outside um, of what music could offer as a therapeutic service. And so I was always looking for more kind of in the, um, the roles that I was in when I worked as a music therapist, seeing kind of like that holistic need that some people have. Um, I was looking for a change in my job and then an opening happened with ASP when I was like, yeah, that sounds like a different something I would be interested in going back to. And I've kind of had a few different roles at ASP as I've, before I've landed into this director of home repair position. Really, it is experience led you to the opportunity, and I think that's something a lot of students need to recognize that simply by going and doing, it won't happen in every case, but at some point, there will be something that you realize, wow, I really enjoyed that, and that experience is what led to that realization. As you think about your time at Ohio U, you went there, you, you studied um, music, like you said, and then music therapy. I see you were involved with a lot of different activities at Ohio U. Do you feel like any of those experiences have contributed to you being able to do your job well today, even though obviously two completely different places and, and likely two completely different topics? Uh, absolutely. So I have always been someone that tends to struggle to say no to things, <laughs> um, whether that's um, – 
within my job, within what I'm interested in doing within my community, I'm always like, yes, I want to do this. I want to help other people. That's always been, I think, something that's been important to me in high school, as well as being involved with things at schools, involved in things at church, in the community. You know, it's, it's always been something. So that continued to be the same while um, I was in school at Ohio University. And so I think what that allowed me to do is um, learn how to juggle a lot of different tasks, projects, um, and be able to prioritize how to get things done um, and kind of do all of that and still succeed at the same time. I think um, with some of the things that were more directly music related, there were still a lot of just like project management kind of tools of, you know, seeing something through to completion. Um, the way you do that may be a little bit differently, but there's always kind of that, you know, those normal steps that kind of come through. And I um, used that. I would say that I also looked for leadership opportunities within the organizations I was involved in in college, and that allowed me to grow as a leader, um, a leader amongst peers, which can be very challenging, which has then helped me professionally when I'm also tend to be a manager of peers as well. Um, and so I think just kind of taking the opportunities um, where I could have them was the best thing that I could do because I, while I do not think music therapy was ever going to be the thing I did forever. I'm very, very glad that I had that as an experience, that I did that, that I worked um, as a music therapist for a couple of years because that's what then led me to where I'm at now, even though I'm not practicing as a music therapist every day. And there are obviously some people that could be watching this who say, hey, I'm really interested in the musical ther music therapy aspect. What can you tell us about that career and what maybe that looks like as a career? Absolutely. So music therapy, the way I like to describe it is kind of using music as that tool to help people in a therapeutic way. And so there's a lot of different therapies that have different tools that they use. And as a music therapist, I would use music. Um, what was really fun for me, you have to be proficient in um, guitar, piano, and voice. Um, I went to college not knowing how to play guitar at all. I obviously sang a lot and I could play piano, but that was a fun thing that I was able to learn that I'd always wanted to learn. And um, you get, what I liked is I got like the music component of, um, you know, a music degree, your music theory, history classes, all of those participating in ensembles and different things. Then there was a lot more of the psychology um, and music therapy courses of how do you use that music therapeutically. Um, and a lot of hands-on experiences with the program at Ohio University, where you get to go out into the community working in, in the school systems or um, in a nursing home, going and getting that like hands-on experience, um, starting very early in the program was really a great opportunity. Um, and then I was able to kind of take that. I had an, um, there's an internship required um, to be certified as a music therapist. And so I did that, it's a six month internship. I chose to do mine in Maine um, because I thought, why not? Let's go travel somewhere, live somewhere different. Um, and so it was a great opportunity to get more hands-on experience. When you are certified as a music therapist, that certification is good for five years. Um, and then you can take um, continuing education credits to get recertified again. So I have stayed certified as a music therapist, though I'm not practicing on a day-to-day -day basis. Did you ever, is it possible for a music therapist to run his or her own business or is it typically working for, like you said, a nursing home or a school or something like that? 
Uh, there's a variety of different settings. Um, one is running your own business. I believe there is one in Finley. Um, there's someone that um, owns it. It's not someone I know personally, but that does. there is someone there. Um, I worked in um, a nursing home primarily or retirement center, and then I did work for a private practice um, and kind of had a wide range of clients that I worked with from preschoolers all the way up to into nursing homes. Um, there are also school systems. Um, music therapy can be a part of someone's IEP or their individual education plan. Well, I'm a little rusty on my, um, <laughs> but it can be um, written into that. And so there were a couple of schools that I would go in and um, work within that setting to help someone sometimes with more academic skills. Um, so there's a lot of different opportunities there. How was winter in Bar Harbor, Maine? Um, Maybe not one of the best decisions I have made in my life, but I would say it was a very good growing learning experience to go live on an island in Maine in the winter where it's a tourist island. Um, but yeah, it, I pushed off the start date of my internship so I could work one more summer with ASP. Um, I wanted that opportunity, which in turn paid out because I think right. it made it easier for me to then eventually come back. Um, but that was part of my decision there, but I got to hike the trails of the national park, um, in the winter, which was not something I would have done. So, right. Very cool. Very cool. So you do eventually end up with ASP and started out as a, um, what hiring manager, then a regional coordinator, assistant director of home repair. And now you've been the director of home repair for seven months. Can you talk a little bit about, that movement and how those opportunities came about? Yeah, so it was very funny um, when the job opened for the hiring program manager position. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I went and worked for ASP again, thinking I had been done. It was just my summers in college. I would be done. And then was through some conversations with some people, um, mostly my mother, um, I was like, oh, maybe it actually might be a good idea. Man, mom is always right. Um, <laughs> Enough that I decided to go ahead and interview. Um, I did feel like my job, um, my experience as a music therapist, assessing skills and where someone is at, and then taking those to create goals, transferred well into kind of a hiring role where you're interviewing, assessing someone's skill to see if they're a good fit for a job. A little bit different, but has a lot of transferable skills. Um, with that job, we were hiring about 130 college students um, to run our summer program. So to do what I did in college. Um, I did that and through that I did that for about a year and in that process I was thinking you know do I want to go back to school do I what do I want to do next because I was kind of taking a shift from music therapy I thought I wanted to go back to school for music therapy and then realized that I didn't want to pay for it and then thought maybe that wasn't the choice I needed to be making and so I eventually landed on social work um not necessarily the clinical social work that some people may be most familiar with, but more of the macro side of social work, which is organizational leadership, um, management policy, thinking that that was, um, had more of my interests in mind as I enjoyed working with people, systems, how can, you know, a little bit bigger picture. So as I was making that decision to go to grad school, 
there was an opening that was a little bit of a lateral move um, to the regional coordinator, but a shift in the type of work that I did. And so as a regional coordinator, I was um, making relationships out in the communities that ASP serves, and I was doing that primarily in East Kentucky finding facilities for um, us to host volunteers, working with school systems, school boards, principals, um, other leaders in the community to say, hey, we're going to be here. We're going to be doing home repair. Do you know of people that have needs? How can we partner with you? A lot of kind of community development type work and community organizing. I did that um, for about five years, uh, even with the assistant director um, position that I had, I was still doing some of those same responsibilities. Um, and then with that, our, our organization started to do more with grants. So a lot of grant writing and sort of compliance started being a piece of that. Um, and then with some shifts with some other people in the organization and some people leaving, I've kind of moved up into the director level to kind of oversee the whole program. And um, it's been really cool to kind of be a part of this process and to kind of been involved in this organization for so many years. Right. Now, you've talked uh, with me previously about the internship opportunities for students who have been out of high school for at least one year and are 18. What can you tell people about that opportunity if they'd be interested in doing something like that? It is one of the most rewarding experiences I have ever had in my life. Um, the skills that I learned working my summers for ASP have given me so many skills that I still use today. Some of that may be obvious because I'm still working for the same organization, but even when I worked as a music therapist, I thought, oh, I'll never use these things that I learned, and I was doing it all the time. Um, working, I've never had a job that's given me so much responsibility, especially as a college student. Um, so kind of the role of what those kind of summer staff, they, they can definitely fit into internship credits as well for um, kind of whatever your um major might be, but there, you are managing construction projects, you're sometimes even choosing them, you're writing the plan, so you got that full project management, you've got to make sure you're staying on budget, you're complying with grants, making sure that you're ordering all of the materials, getting them out on site, you're also working with volunteers from all over the country, um, some that are high schoolers, some that are adults, some, some in between, and making sure that they know what work to do, do some evening programming with them, all while kind of spending a summer in Appalachia in a community that has need and a community that has some really cool things they're trying to do to grow the region. Uh, sadly, there was also a devastating flood in uh, eastern Kentucky this past summer, and so we are working um, with people that have been impacted by a natural disaster as well. And so the things that I took from, I guess, those summers in college is, I've said this a couple of times, but project management, obviously a project doing a construction project, seeing a porch from digging the, you know, footers to, you know, putting everything into place. You, there's certain steps that are, um, that have to happen with that. And you're able to take that for any kind of project you may be doing, um, budget management. Um, my last summer working for ASP, the, uh, position I was in, I was a center director. I was, I was overseeing staff that were peers. So I was giving evals um, to people who I was living and working with. I was their boss. Um, as a college student, I was in charge of a $40,000 budget as a college student. Um, 
And it's really great experience that then when I took kind of into a professional setting, working for a nursing home that was also a nonprofit, nonprofits do things pretty similarly. And so it was really great to get that experience to give back to the community and make some really long lasting relationships. Great opportunity to get or to have responsibility, show skills, develop skills. Yeah, I can't imagine that any employer wouldn't love to see that on a resume and really value all of that experience. So that sounds amazing. As we sit here in Northwest Ohio, we're quite a ways from or Appalachia, but really we're not as far away as we think because, you know, Southeastern Ohio and, and so forth. Uh, what's something that you feel like people like us in Northwest Ohio, we don't really understand about Appalachia? <clears throat> oh, that's a hard one. Um, I think it's hard because there's usually a stereotype with Appalachia, you know, your hillbillies that don't have anything. Um, portrayed sometimes by the media, a lot of it in the media. And there are some really cool people doing really cool things in Appalachia. Um, we did a, um, one of the things I've done with my job is I've produced some videos, some short documentaries that we've used for programming. And I got to dive into kind of some of the economy of like what some of these communities are doing to bring um, growth to their areas, whether that's starting new businesses and bookstores and bringing, um, you know, seeing a need for more restaurants in the area to try and bring um, them in to try and employ local people. Um, I've recently met someone who's now become a friend who does uh, climate, she's a climate communicator. So she's talking about the changes in the climate using science and communicating that. And it, and she's from Appalachia and that's being in a rural area. She has sometimes different takes, but also knows that it's very important. There's just a lot of really neat things happening. And I think it's important that um, people know the good things that are happening in Appalachia, even though that's, there are some challenges too. Very interesting. As you look back at yourself in high school, what is something that you now know about careers or life in general that you wish you had known back then? You don't need to have it all figured out because I've changed my idea of what I want my career, you know, to look like, what the next five, 10 years look like so many times from being a music therapist to coming and working for ASP and not sure what focusing on social work. I've thought about even other ideas. Like I enjoy working with college students since we work with a lot of college students. I'm like, wow, would I want to work at a college and teach someday? I don't know, but we'll see what that looks like in a couple of years. And so I think the biggest thing is that um, you don't have to have it all figured out and to take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of you because you don't know where that'll take you. And I know you definitely did a lot of that when you were in high school, being involved with so many different activities. And like we said at OU, you were involved with, I, I don't even think I made it through the entire list of everything that you were involved with. So, Christina, I really appreciate you sharing all of this. I really am impressed by what your program is doing. I would love to get some Van Buren students or other students who watch this involved in the internship because I think that could be very, very useful. So thank you for all you're doing to make the world a better place and good luck as you continue down that road. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching and listening to this episode of the Joust About Careers podcast. 
I hope you learned valuable information from this career story. And to be sure you don't miss upcoming episodes, please click subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform so you'll know when the next episode is released. Thank you for watching. And as always, this is the place to go to learn just about careers.